Hello, podcasters. Thank you for downloading uh, today. Great to have your company. You look great. You Lo- I love what you're wearing today. Thank you. Watch Are out you talking to other people or me? Check your blind spot. There you go. You can merge now. <laughs> I still, even if I've got cameras, I'll always turn around. Yeah, still. you still look. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's I, an I'm old the, habit um, of mine. I'm on the passenger seat, like, mm-hmm. and then reach around reach that way. Me. Yes, that's what she does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was demonstrating What have we lost you to? What, what are you looking at? <clears throat> he was demonstrating oh, I'm sorry. I, uh, someone's posted on a uh, photo that we've posted saying about the Karen's diner, saying it doesn't sound like a very good e- experience. Hmm. Well, that's the point. That's from mm. one of them that work there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, in the, we speak to uh, the lady who served us at Karen's Diner. What was her name again? Mm. Karen. Karen from uh, Wish. Wish. Yeah. 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 Um, my favourite name of one of the girls there working was Nika, N-E-E-K-A, and then her last name was Teen. Uh, I was like, that's clever. Nicotine. Oh, nicotine. <laughs> Let me say it out loud in my head. <laughs> Yeah. So the guy or, or girl, whoever's come up with it, it's such a clever, clever Concept. idea. Yeah, yeah. Like to, but even like if you said to someone, oh, we're going to do this Karen's diner where the service is horrible. Hmm. Like if you went to someone with that, they'd be like, that's stupid. But to, I admire people who have the gusto to follow through with their vision. Mm. What if they expanded it and did like a non PC cafe? <sighs> or could you though? Like, <laughs> don't know. Probably not. Let's try it. People have complained about it. About Karen's? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what have they said? Too happy. No, just saying they're concerned <laughs> about it. Okay. Oh, saying, yeah. Everyone's concerned. The guy that, uh, the director and the concept guy is Aiden Levin. Levin? Levine. Levine. Levin. And he described it as very fun, silly dining experience. I was surprised at the interactivity. Yeah. The getting up out of your seats and doing stuff while you were it there. It was busy. Yeah, it was mm. packed. Yeah, they probably hate that. The only thing I reckon that you could do differently is to let people um, serve there. Do you know what I mean? To be the Karen? Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, it would be good, I guess, if you're in acting school or something like that. Mm. Mm. You're probably <clears throat> waiting tables to pay your bills anyway. But mm. It's like uh, this generation's Johnny Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> So the guy behind it is a Viral Venture co-founder. That's what he refers to himself as. Oh, yeah. So he just jumps on trends and makes money out of them. Brilliant. Yeah, so he transforms empty retail spaces into different things. Right. Clever. Mm. Yeah, really clever, isn't it? Yeah. Clever, clever, clever. I'm checking out his LinkedIn. Wow. So he... I'm getting into LinkedIn. Are you? That's because yeah. you have to do it for your wife's thing. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm, en- I'm enjoying it, um, understanding it better. Yeah. Mm. L- looking for another gig? Is that what it's for? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't get Should it. Should I follow him or is that weird? No, not at all. Is he online doing something? He probably wants you to follow him. <clears throat> yeah, okay. I'd follow him, follow him. Oh, Maddie, would follow him. Right. Maddie jumps off a cliff, you jump Yeah, right. Which one? She would, after me, trying to catch me. <laughs> Not a well thought through plan, but no. lovely. But, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. the thought, it's that, thought counts. that counts. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get into it. Here we go. Across Brisbane. I love Brisbane. The greatest city in the world. Where am I? <laughs> this 
Morning. Yeah, it's a little bit frosty. Burr. It is a little bit frosty. Is it the coldest morning it's going to be today or tomorrow? I believe today is the coldest day for but, us. Um, but then it does it doesn't warm up too much, but it, it does go Top back of 20, in, yeah. into the double digits. Well, they're saying that at the moment it's ten point five, but we don't care about that. You want to know what it feels like? Oh, yeah, I want to know what it feels like. Yeah, because with a little bit of wind, yeah. feels like eight point one. So text a friend in Melbourne and go. <laughs> you reckon you live in the cold? Mm. Don't I meet find that out what they've got first. Old guy, it's got to be who's on his porch in a rocking chair, and they go up to him and they go, hey, it's 10. What's it feel like to you, bud? And he's like, yeah, no, it's 8. My corns are aching. They go, right, feels like 8. Feels like 8. Feels like 8. always wonder how they do that. But my, my kids still won't wear jumpers today. Nah, no, Rory tough. won't. Rory yeah. will n- never wear a jumper. Right, oh. And then she, then, then you know what she said to me today, yesterday? She goes, Arctic Blast, Dad. I'm like, yeah. So do I have to go to ice skating? Like, yeah. She goes, but I'll be cold. Like, You're cold if the ice skating... <laughs> It, 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 you'll be warmer inside the, the ice cream. hasn't changed. <laughs> it hasn't changed anything. <laughs> I wish the feels like worked for everything. I wish it was like, he looks like Matty Acton, but he feels like Chris Yeah, Hemsworth. I do that. Mm. You know, I like, might be a certain age, yeah. but feels like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that felt like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wish the yeah. world would be like. We just start yeah. doing that. Why yeah. don't you say to people this morning, hey, it's, you know, it's, uh, what, three minutes past six, but... Feels like three thirty in the afternoon on Friday. That's yes, right. I hear you. Yes, the bottle, that's baby. Right. Yeah. Oh, here I am in economy, but it feels like business class. <laughs> <laughs> Go and get me a champagne, love. <laughs> All right, here's your apple juice, but it feels like champagne. I'm in a I'm in a meeting with uh, my boss, but it feels like I'm at a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> that's not nice of you to talk like that, no. Jack. The, come the comments on. of I wasn't Matt talking about Jack. The... I was talking about another boss. Oh. <laughs> Do you have many? I've got a lot of bosses. Do you yeah, too, don't I'm, we? I'm down the bottom. When there's when there's a uh, pyramid, yeah. <laughs> I'm in the food group down low. But it feels like you're right at the top. <laughs> so, you know. That's all that matters. <laughs> I all like right. this feels like. Yes. It, is, it, it yeah. can work for anything. It can work for everything. Hi, Scott John Morrison. Scott Morrison. Scott, Scott Morrison. Well and truly served the people of Australia in the office of Prime Minister... So Scott Morrison didn't get elected as a Prime Minister. Albanese is, of course, the new PM. But Scott Morrison has got a new name, okay? Not ScoMo anymore. No. Everyone is calling him Squat Morrison. Squat Morrison. Has he been working out? the hashtag that people are using, talking about the fact that he is squatting now at Kirribilli House. Oh, so like a Angadine Macca's sort of situation? <laughs> yeah. He, of course, gets to stay there as he's the PM. It's a sweet deal. You don't need to pay for anything while you're there. Nope. You've got butlers. You've got cleaners. You've got everything. The sweet. only downside is it's in North Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to do the bridge every day. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's a pretty yeah. nice view. Uh, but he has not moved out, even though he should be moving out. And apparently they've got two weeks, so he's up to 11 days. So he's really cutting it fine. Oh, is he doing a Trump? And that is because yeah. he's getting the painters at the house that they're moving back into, which is their family home right. at South Sydney oh, and their Cronulla. And I, I was like, you could have got the painters before. No, but he was that confident he was going to win. And I guess people would have gone, why are you getting, why are you getting the painters? Yeah. Are you not confident oh, you you're going to you lose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Plus, bad juju, if you prepare for a loss, yes. you know what I mean, then you... You you're asking for We them. know how hard it is to get a trade. So he obviously had them booked. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you've you got to be honest, he had it booked. And yeah. I just go, well, move back with it out with it not painted then. 
Like you lost, you have to move out. Like Albanese's ready to go. Mm. I don't know if his girlfriend's moving in. They've only been together two years. Their choice. They are a little bit behind though, because like still driving uh, out towards uh, Inogra, there's a billboard that says it won't be easy under Albanese. And I'm like, oh, guys, oh. Oh, call someone. I know it's not top of your priority, but get that taken down. That's a... I've seen Clive Palmer still up there oh, as well. You? Yeah. Like, come on, guys, yeah. quick, quick, quick. Uh, but they've paid for it. They'll keep it there. <laughs> That's true. But it, it's like you have to move. Mm. So there has been someone who stayed there for longer than him, and I'm pretty sure it was John Howard. Well, John Howard overstayed by 16 days in 2007. Play. Like He was supposed to move out, and he's like, no, no, I'm going to. I, but that's fair no, enough no, with John Howard. He was the longest standing prime minister. He would have had more stuff, stuff in that house. <laughs> you know, he 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 would have hoarded over those years. Well, he's come they're, on, have a working bee. Get your friends, Scomo, and get out. They're politicians. They don't have any friends. They've got rights like every other renter. Yeah, you know they need to be given notice. notice. Well, he does. Yeah. He's got two and weeks. Then... Get out. You knew what was happening. No. You're a squatter. Hashtag squatter. Guys, think of it this way: what? it's going to be perfect for you because in a couple of weeks, this is going to be on a current affair. Neighbours at war. Yeah. He will not leave. <laughs> I also love the fact that, like, is there someone who has to come through and do a final inspection to see what is damaged? Yes. Did he mow the lawn? Did you guys put blue tack on the? No, I no, no, that he was did. there before. You know, Where, the carpet himself. stain. Did you get that? Did you have the dogs inside? Because that's got to be all clean. <laughs> Wear and tear. You have to allow for a small amount of wear and tear. We want to know thirteen ten sixty. Have you or maybe someone else overstayed your welcome? Because mm. always those people that I always get nervous of when they go, oh, do you mind if they stay for a couple of nights? Ah, oh, yeah. And I always go, Scotty, I love you to bits, but I know your friends. What is their couple of nights? Mm. Well, just a couple, four. See, that's not a couple. That would be two. <laughs> and then so four. let's really. If it's define. four, it may as well be a week. Yeah. You know, then a week should be a month. Then, the, but you got a housemate. And there's some people that just don't get the hints to move out. I reckon if you let someone in, you've got to have an exact end date when oh, they yeah. come in. Especially when someone moves their partner in. Yeah. So you've got two people on the lease and then they have their partner move in mm-hmm. and you go, wait a minute, what was what was happening here? I thought mm-hmm. they were just staying for a couple of nights. Mm. Never let someone move in who says the phrase, while I get back on my feet. <laughs> because that means... Noted. Do you I will <laughs> come up with another way of saying it. Do you think ScoMo said that to Albanese? Just while I get back on my feet. Do you mind? To be fair, I'm still recovering from the curry. I can't be that uh, far away from a bathroom. If you don't mind... Yeah. Give me a couple of days. And you know what it's like <laughs> when you like when you get a rental property, mm. you know, the people before you, mm. like you, they don't get the cleaners in until the day of. No. You're, you're standing out the front waiting to move your stuff in while they're still steam cleaning the carpets. Yeah. yeah. So he'll l- use it right up till the last hour. They've got a list of the XXMs, how long it took for them to return to their homes. Mm-hmm. So John Howard was 16 days. Mm-hmm. So he overstayed his welcome. Kevin Rudd was five days. He returned. Julia Gillard, Gillard packed up in six. Mm-hmm. Tony um, Abbott was the quickest. Three days. He's gone. Yeah, two, and two Malcolm Turnbull and an onion. <laughs> decided <laughs> that it wasn't lush enough and he stayed at his own mansion the whole time. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, 13, 10, 60. Um, we want to know when someone's overstayed their welcome. Maybe it was a flatmate that you couldn't get out. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you're a parent who's still got a 42-year-old sitting on the couch. <laughs> uh, we want to hear from you, 13, Ted, 16. Hi, Scott John Morrison. Scott Morrison. Scott Scott Morrison. Well and truly served the people of Australia in the office of Prime Minister. There's a hashtag going around Scott uh, Morrison because ScoMo is still at Kirribilli House. He's supposed to move out. Uh-huh. His people have said, no, they've got two weeks. But there's no moving uh, vans in sight. And Albanese, <laughs> he needs to get into his home. So that he can then stop talking about how he lived in the first home. Are you going to, um, as the outgoing Prime Minister, leave cheeky little notes for the next one? 
I, I was here would. first. Yeah, you would. Like, you'd, <laughs> you'd do something just, you know, like... Prawns in the curtain, Rob. Albanese needs to give it a few days before he moves in. <clears throat> yeah. He'll you can't have, to... have your van ready as they're going out. And he'll have to smudge stick it, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But we won on thirteen ten sixty. When did you or someone overstay their welcome? Juanita in Camp Hill. When did someone overstay their welcome with you, Juanita? Hi, guys. So we were um, sharing a house, as you do when you're a bit younger. Uh-huh. And um, we had a one of our housemates was a Kiwi, and his mum and sister were moving over from New Zealand. And he's like, Mum and my sister are going to stay for a bit. Like, is that all good? And we're like, yeah, yeah, a couple of weeks. Like, no dramas. Um, six weeks later, they left. Wow. They didn't have jobs. They were pretty much just like living in our lounge room on the floor on mattresses. Um, asked us to buy toilet paper when we oh. went out one day. We're like, um, sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> wow. And did yeah, you try? Was, did you actually give? Time. Did you give hints? Like I would have huffed and oh, puffed yeah. around. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was like, guys, it's time, it's time to go. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, when someone's getting stompy, you would have huffed you really... and puffed around them. Either. Yeah, I would yeah. have turned on the lights at like 4 a.m. and got <laughs> up and made a coffee. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yeah, I would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> like passive-aggressive ways. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Beck in Logan Village, overstaying uh, guests. What's happened to you? Hi. So um, I was about to have a baby and I was four weeks. Um, till the baby was coming and my husband comes home and says, hey, our mate's going to move in with us. And I said, oh, I don't think so. Ah. Um, and the mate did move in with us. Um, it was meant to be a temporary thing while COVID was happening. Mm-hmm. And then I had baby and I was losing it, having an extra person in the house. It was like having another child. Yeah. Um, didn't get the hint when I said, you need to find another place. You need to get a better job. And then I started breastfeeding just around the house to get him out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he got so comfortable that he would sit on the couch with me while my, <laughs> yep, while I was breastfeeding. It's funny when you like go, this will get him. If I just completely get naked and just breast, you're like, he'll yeah. go. But yeah. instead he goes, no, that's fine. That's natural. <laughs> like, oh, she's really I comfortable I literally with me. walked around my house with no shirt on and he's comfortably like, how's breastfeeding going? I'm like, okay, you need to leave. Can In I, hindsight, can I ask Beck, that's how probably you why. thought that would make a man want to leave a house where he'd have to move to a house with no free boobs? Um, that's not attractive, watching someone breastfeed a newborn baby. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, it's a practical one. Yeah, yeah good on you, Beck. Oh, I love a good anonymous call. What's your story, Anon? So we came back from Malaysia on, um, from holidays. Uh, it was my family, mum, dad, sister. Mm-hmm. And we're at Brizzy Airport and this other couple were standing there all lost um, and mum volunteered to help them out and gave them a number and she was like, if you need anything, just give me a buzz. So next thing we know, later that afternoon, they've come, rocked up to a house and they pretty much lived with us for six months and... <laughs> And the only way mum was able to get rid of them was that one day we went for a walk and she started talking about child marriage and my sister was underage at the time and mum's like, no way. She's got to go. Wow. So you just saw strangers who looked lost and your mum said, come and stay at our joint. Well, she was like, oh, look, just give me a buzz if you need any help and we can potentially help you out. Mm. That's a help. And That's not stay. Were they asylum seekers? Like, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so just a couple from India came here to look for a job and 
Yeah, next thing. Just, wow. wow. I love it. Them running back to family going, they are so lovely here in Australia. Everyone should come. You just, it's open Everyone door. Everyone should come. Just yeah. get to the airport. Say hi to someone. Don't book a hotel. No. Just cruise over. <laughs> wow. That is lovely of your mum, though, but six months. Haley in Norman Park, who overstayed their welcome? <laughs> I have a very good story for you. You actually applied for a property through me, Abby. Right. Why am I going red? Did I overstay my welcome? When you first moved here, um, you were very, very upset that you didn't get the property. You were furious at the time because somebody offered more than what you guys were putting down in writing. But you, at the time, like you were a great applicant and all that, that type of stuff, but you were just really not happy that you didn't get the property. Uh-huh. Really not happy. I can't, did I abuse you or something? I can't even remember this. Oh, a little bit, yeah. You were pregnant. <laughs> Which is fine. Where yeah, was yeah. it? Um, at Norman Park, the property was. Can't even Like remember. when you first got here, this is years ago. Yeah, I thought I only applied for one. You did, yeah. but you didn't get it. Still, I'm annoyed with you, <laughs> Hayley. I should have got it. Yeah. yeah, I know, at the time, but yeah, no, somebody else. Yeah, Hayley, I've just realised you've been waiting 11 years <laughs> to call up and say this, haven't you? <laughs> I just wanted to, to, to voice it. <laughs> what, sort of, what, what sort of stuff did she say to you, Hayley? You, you yeah, send it, it back to me. <laughs> Hayley's just gotten out of witness protection. <laughs> Karen, Karen, you've definitely seen the Karen meme. Karen! Who exactly is Karen? Karen is generally characterized as an irritating, entitled woman. Do they have the can I speak to the manager haircut? Karen, the ultimate Karens. That is not true. One of my friends is called Karen and she doesn't complain all the time. Just sometimes when it's warranted. But Karens have got a bad name. They do. Uh, And there's one person that thought, well, why don't we actually reward the Karens and make a bit of a joy out of it because uh, Karen's are allowed to go there and I think they get free drinks. Yep. But Karen's Diner mm-hmm. is where we went at Chermside yep. and when you walk in, you're basically getting views the whole time. We got there mm. um, and we asked for our table and there was no smiles and then she got the menus and she threw them at a table mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we had to go and sit down. The shock started from when we turned up and you know when you're greeted usually yeah. at the front when you've been in so line. So weird not having someone smile. We were expecting that. She just turns and goes, what do you want? <laughs> and we, we, I think we all stopped and went. Nope. We said, we're just waiting for more friends. And she said, I don't care. Yeah. And then you. What did I do now? You say, we're on the radio. We're famous. Yeah. It's like, well, you're Why asking did you say for that? It. That's what I was doing. That's I was asking embarrassing. for it. It's the place to do it. I wouldn't do it anywhere else, but I knew if I gave them fodder, they would throw that back at me. Ten. So our, our Karen, who served us, mm. is joining us now. Karen from Wish. Hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> now, Karen, normally when you go to a, uh, a restaurant, you leave a review for the staff, but we would like you to review us as customers. How do you think? First off, I think we should start with Abby Jane Coleman and her ordering of the hamburger. Look, at Karen's Diner, we hate everybody, but you have to be some kind of pathetic loser to come to a burger joint and order not one but two salads. <laughs> and like, what's worse yeah. is you said you were doing it for health and you still managed to order yourself buffalo wings, which you totally wasted and left on the table. Yeah. No, I ate, no, they were Maddie's. I ate mine. I did. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. we were just, I ordered a burger, but without the bun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, you asked for a salad. No. <laughs> you literally were like, I want a salad. Yeah. And then what, what, what did she have? Did she have any tasty beverage to wash it down I with? I know what I 
Yeah, she did this for health reasons, guys, and she ordered a big old glass of wine. Yeah. She lies and she sucks. <laughs> she lies and she sucks. It's all about balance. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. What about you? You didn't eat any of your food, I noticed. You had loaded fries and then you left them on the table. <laughs> Best offense, defense, like it. Uh, how was I, Karen? Look, I'm, I don't even know which one of you is which because, like, honestly, you said you were famous and I had no idea who you were. Um, but I know whoever did the cleanup when I gave you my apron, you threw all of my baskets and my cutlery in a paper bag like you've never heard of a dishwasher. <laughs> that was that was me. Yeah, that Karen, was that. Thank you. Yes, yeah. they made me clean up the table mm. after we ate. Yes. I didn't even get a tip. Well, we didn't give her a tip. Uh, are, you, are you kidding? <laughs> you guys left the biggest mess. It took me 20 minutes to clean your table and, like, yeah, where was my tip? All right, so the last one, he's got he's the one with the beard. How was Maddie as a as a client? The bearded one. The bearded one. Honestly, he was so not rememberable. I have no idea. <laughs> wow. I guess being not memorable is better than having a complaint. I will take it. Yeah, you I will know. Absolutely take it. Yeah. Um Karen, you're all pretty like all the Karens in there seem angry. Like is there anything that makes you happy? Yeah, when people leave. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, we had a ball. Uh, my heart rate went up and I was nervous the whole time. So thank you for having us. You're not welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what I and is there is there a message to all of Brisbane? Because you can go there. It's at Chermside. Thank um, you, kids. Karen's Diner. I would oh, recommend. Oh, I don't well, know. Take your kids. There, there was a kid whose parents gave them the, a they free pass. They gave an F-bomb. But yeah. for anyone here in Brisbane who is thinking, I want to go to Karen's Diner, what's your message to them? Yeah, definitely come. We have great food if you don't order a salad, and uh, we will roast the crap out of you. They <laughs> yeah, certainly yeah. will. Yeah. Good they stuff. certainly will. <laughs> All right. Uh, Karen from Wish, thank you for coming on the show. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Pass your mind back to primary school, and um, maybe you were this kid, but I think every... Every primary school had that one kid. We certainly had him in uh, Green Slopes in my grade. The one who wasn't, wasn't unpopular, but wasn't like the most popular and would do things to garner friends. Maybe give, it, give you his lunch money or bring bags of lollies to school and hand them out. And yeah, Stephen used to pay us $5 to go and get his lunch order when he would sit on the bench. Right. Yeah, and then we'd all fight over it because you got $5. So he was getting tuck shop and he had five bucks to burn. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. How rich was he? Really rich, but not as popular. And as I used to say, he's so cool. My parents used to go, well, his parents, like, you know, might be buying his love. And I was like, sick. Well, get on that, <laughs> would you, Bev? <laughs> I'd love to go to Disneyland, <laughs> Mum. I've got a spreadsheet of prices. Um, you'd be surprised how cheap a hug is. Um, but a kid in Sydney, in Epping, I don't know if it's Epping, a, a rich suburb. Um, not super suave, but right. it's not, you know, well, it's all he, right. he's taking it to the next level because he's cracked into the um, parents' safe at home. His parents have a safe? Yeah. Okay. And he has brought <laughs> 27 grand to, to school. school and he's splashed it around like he was the original Oprah Winfrey. What period of time? A like day. On one day he took 27,000? Yep. Because I would have thought that you'd do that over a, well, there's gonna a be week. Some... There's only so many donuts you can buy. So of the sum he squandered, now get you, you guys will appreciate this. He's a he's a fourteen year old boy. What do you think he spent fourteen thousand dollars on? Well, it's very easy. Mm. V bucks, hundred <laughs> percent. 
Fourteen grand on V-Bucks. That's a lot. But then how do you do that with cash? I don't know. That's the whole thing. You mm. can buy, it. say you're on Xbox yeah. or PlayStation, you can buy like an Xbox gift card, which then turns that into Xbox, like you put it into your account, and then you buy the V-Bucks with that. Yeah, because mm. that's... Mm. Yeah. Or you can also buy v, just straight up V-Bucks vouchers. Well, you can, but then it, normally I thought it would go on the card. And no. they would know about it. Yeah. But yeah. It's very iffy, actually, because even in the... It, it's, How the, old? The parents haven't talked. He's in grade seven. So okay. the, par- the parents haven't talked. But a fellow student who wished to remain anonymous, obviously, you don't want you... Oh, uh, what a knock. Uh, he, he said that uh, the, the money was for his college fund. So he, imagine that. The parents haven't talked. They're like, no, that was just his pocket money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we buying the we have 27000 in cash for college story? 100% not, but we'll skip past that. That's <laughs> another topic. <laughs> It sounds very dodgy. It sounds yeah. like his parents are no, falling no, no. asleep and they've found their dodgy money. No, cash yeah. under. no but they have said that the college, um, if they don't get the 27 grand back, they're going to come over and break their thumbs. <laughs> um, so, but like literally like a guy came up, a kid came up to another kid in school with 150 bucks going, Tommy's handing this out like it's chocolate. All the older kids were headless because he did it in the junior area. <laughs> so they didn't get any. But he had, so he gave away, he spent the 14 on the Roblox. Another kid in year eight got 500 bucks from the dude. Another guy in year seven got 400 he was just passing it out like candy and the other thing there is i don't know if you would legally get that back well no um, you wouldn't mm. unless you're going to charge him and you can't charge someone who's in year seven no as a tuck shop person yeah you'd have to have some sort of duty of care if a kid's got a fistful of 50s and is shouting everyone ice creams you'd yeah. have to refuse service wouldn't you yeah uh going up to the principal's office going uh, little timmy just bought the tuck shop. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? What do, I do? Uh, what do you pay for it? Oh, no, that's fine. <laughs> do the people that he gave the gifts to, do they have to give it that's back? That's what I was thinking. That's what I mean. I because don't know apparently if they the letter would. went around. Yeah. So it would be like, did you get any money? No. No. All right, well, uh, next we're going to do the secret sound, guys. You want to win a brand new car? It's on the way. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. There was a video that my friend posted up yesterday, and I had tears because I could see how hurt she was in it, and I was angry as well Mm -hmm. because uh, Connie Liddell, um, uh, I would say a local legend, a Paralympian, um, she posted this about trying to get on a flight with her wheelchair. So I'm sitting in my lounge room in Brisbane. I'm supposed to be in Proserpine doing a workshop on domestic and family violence with the Premier's DB Council. But Jetstar told me that you can fly, but you're going to have to leave your wheelchair. This sexy wheelchair. Connie, you there? Yeah, I know. I know you don't want people's sympathy. I know that's not what you're asking for, hun. You just want to know, I guess, why in this day and age, when it's 2022, can someone who is in a wheelchair not take it on board? And as you know, if you've ever heard me speak or you hang out with me, this is not rare. This is common. Mm. It's very normal and typical for me or my brothers and sisters who use wheelchairs. To be either denied access, which is hilarious when you're a customer, denied access. It sounds like I'm trying to get into a cool club. <laughs> Qantas and Jetstar consistently deny, reject, yank me off full flight, break people's chairs. Like I've had thousands of messages about this. And I know this anyway because I hang out with a lot of cool people who use wheelchairs. And 
we all have had horrific traumatic in just just inhumane treatment by these airlines mm. for 15 years now i've been kicked off at least 10 jetstar and qantas flights in the last few years kicked off wow my wheelchair is not dangerous even though we have to get a dangerous goods certificate from the airline which of course i have mm. from qantas and jetstar for a whole year takes about five minutes to get one of them you literally email your wheelchair details and the wattage because they're not actually dangerous because they come on planes from Germany, funnily enough. And um, that's it. So it's is so, the, the electronic part of it is what what they say makes what, it. What are they saying? Like the battery or something? What were they saying? The battery. Why you couldn't? Well, every single time it's different. So Kurt Fairley's in, an, in a manual wheelchair, which probably weighs about five kilos. Yeah. I could, pro- I could probably lift it with a muscle disease with my little finger. Mm-hmm. And obviously I've got batteries in my chair. So... It happens as regularly to someone like Kurt Fernley and the 18-year-old kid that's just had a spinal cord injury mm. than it does to me with batteries. There's no consistency except the consistency is if you use a wheelchair and you try to travel on Qantas or Jetstar, it is very unlikely that you will get to your destination. So I've lost thousands and thousands of dollars because I have missed speeches. And I take, I don't respect my speech for anything. Mm. Mm. And yesterday I let all those people down in Proserpine. Mm. I organized my kid and my dog for two days. Yeah. And I can't even get on a plane. Like, what is going on with their policies and their training? See, it's, it's mind-blowing blowing for me because it's completely and utterly discrimination that I would go mm. that you wouldn't want to make all possibilities for someone to get on a plane. That's what I always mm. think. You're never going to discriminate against anyone for having a blind dog oh. with them. Do you know, like yeah. an assistance dog. Yep. It, it blows my mind that their procedures are not allowing you at all costs to be able to take your wheelchair in. And I know you said that the guy, the lady said you can fly, but you can't with your wheelchair. And you said that's <laughs> like. Should, you know what I should have done? Mm. I should have gone on the plane. Right. I should have done it. <laughs> and then imagine at the other end, <laughs> yeah. you're like, all right, now yeah. what? Now what? Now yeah. what? Because they they said don't, you know, and you said, well, that's like you flying without your legs. And she told you off for being rude. Yeah, she told me I was being rude. Hmm. And Kurt Fernley in 2009, I don't know if you remember, he crawled through the airport in protest um, because of Jetstar policies. And I actually interviewed him when I was on radio. And he said to me, it'd be like telling an able-bodied person to tie their legs together and then pulling his pants down and telling him to walk through the airport. Hmm. So... That's when they take the wheelchair away from you. For me, I can tell you now, Jetstar wouldn't feel comfortable to tell you, Abby, or Stav, yeah. that you can fly, but you can't bring your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Right? They wouldn't say that to you because you, they would know you're going to lose it, right? Mm-hmm. But it's okay to say that to people on wheelchairs because they, they don't see us as powerful. They don't see us as customers. Most of us don't complain. We don't write letters because we're too bloody tired from the fight of life. And I just begged Alan Joyce to let me bring at least 10 of my mates who no longer fly because they're scared of their wheelchairs getting broken or they're scared of being rejected. I invite him to invite us to have a chat to him. And, I, and we will tell you some of the worst stories you've ever heard of how to treat a human. And yesterday was actually not even in the top 10 worst stories that I've experienced with Jetstar or Qantas. It is surprising to me to hear that, that it happens as regularly as you're saying that it does, because especially, yeah, in this day and age, you think that mm. we would have heard of And as soon as people hear this story, I'm sure things are going to change because that's the world we live in now. Yeah, but, but you've got to remember too, after Kurt did the, the calling through, 
crawling through the code, like crawling <laughs> through the airport. Yeah. You, you get to a point where you don't want to keep whinging. Like, yeah. I already feel hard work. I already feel like a burden. Mm. I'm always trying to get work. And, like, I don't want my clients to think that I'm hard work because I'm not going to get any work. Mm. Yeah, and, I, and so, you're the most amazing motivational speaker as well for, for so many things. Oh, so, you made me cry and that's... that's and I just go, I, and I know that they've sort of got an apology, but you've lost two days of, oh, of work and you had, your, you had your hair and yeah. makeup done as well, Carney, which blew my mind. I was like, that's annoying. Um, like you, <laughs> and drop my kid to the Sunshine Coast. Uh, yeah, baby, nothing worse than like that. I've, you know, you can only imagine the morning I'd had as a mother, mm. yeah. as a single mum. But also, like this is so um, ridiculous because yesterday, what would have happened is if I kept fighting with her, I might have got on the plane, right? Just yeah. say I got on the plane. Yeah. Now in. In Jetstar's data would have been a delayed flight. We delay flights all the time because of this crap. So no one's getting the true data on why flights are delayed and why it's costing Qantas and Jetstar so much money. Mm. So why not talk to us? Because guess what? When you break my chair, it costs you 35 grand to replace it. And when we delay your flights because of this ridiculous, absolutely absurd, you can fly but you can't fly with your wheelchair. I mean, it's always a different thing, right? Yeah. Then... We're actually costing Qantas and Jetstar money, but why can't I work in? Why can I wheel into Virgin? And they're like, "Oh, hello! Here, come up to the front. Oh, are those batteries? Okay, what are they again? Bank. See you later. Have fun. We fly. We 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 load them all week, like ten a week. Yeah. Well, I've Carney, been the same wheelchair for fifteen years, mate, and I've been fighting yeah. for fifteen years to get on plane. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time this morning. Thanking, thank you for talking to us. Um, we don't see you as a burden, and we really appreciate your time. Love you, hon. Thank you. Thanks. I love you, too. Thank, thank you. you. Bye, Dom. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. It's Stab Abby and Matt, 11 degrees <laughs> right now in Brisbane. Uh, tops of 19 in the city, the west, and the bay. That is it. It's going to be get colder through the week. Too. Incorrect. We do not do the temperature, remember. We only do feels like. Yep. Yeah, so it feels like 11, if that's what you said. And we know that we're complaining that it's like a cold. Mm. It's cold, right? It's a bit frosty. But this is your opportunity for all those people that walk around in shorts and T-shirts, don't own a jumper and go, that's not even cold. I'm talking about the people that are from overseas. Overseas. So put on your good Scottish accent. Oh, it's not even cold. You've got no idea. This is balmy out there. Oh, it's shorts and t-shirt weather. Let's, let's go to the beach. They say that for the first year, and then after it's like, oh, oh it's bloody freezing. <laughs> <laughs> also, too, I love the people who are like, oh, I'm carrying extra chub. I don't need a jumper. Does My your man? Because, yeah, because he he never wears anything Scotty in wears winter. A jumper around about five times a year. Right. Yeah, yeah. So only around five times, and he, he did wear one last night when yeah. he was doing footy training. Uh-huh. Um, and then he will. I guess now and then that's off for then. Because yeah. it is the thing, uh, even for uh, um, Australians, I think, because when I take Rory to the ice skating mm. and I look around and the first time I went, woefully unprepared and I was freezing, but then you look around and there's dudes in sh- and T-shirts, so you go, well, obviously I can't complain. i got to keep this to myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> there's this guy um, who's posted up online from the UK mm. who, who lives here at the moment. Oi, Australians in the winter, man. You lot, <laughs> you lot are funny, man. You lot can't wait to bring out the North Face jacket, man. I'm seeing big, puffy North Face jackets looking arse and winger. You know what I mean? With the, <laughs> including the hat and gloves. Like, you lot can't, what is, what is this, man? It's not even that cold, man. I'll throw that right back <laughs> at that Scouse's face and say, yeah, that is true and well and good. But when it is 23 degrees 
and you can't move. That's true. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, it's like the roads you know? over there buckle at yep. like 25 and you're uh-huh. like, even they yeah. have decided that that's too hot. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Old people die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we do want to know, like you, you can brag as well. Go, It's not even cold. And then tell us where you grew up. And how cold it and was. And how cold it actually was. Mm-hmm. This is your opportunity. I don't know. Maybe you're born here and you're still like... I don't feel the cold. Maybe. It's like when I used to be younger and I used to be so cool for school. I used to wear a midriff all the time. I didn't feel the cold then. <laughs> well, it's because you were busy. <laughs> was that when you were drinking? No, I don't know. When I was, no, when I was a, like a teenager, but yeah. Well, uh, even when you moved here. You were very uppity about it. The first time I moved here, yeah, it was yeah. August and you guys were complaining how cold it is. And I was like, did I just miss something? Mm, yeah. That wasn't cold. And the next year I was like, this is freezing. <laughs> <laughs> well, 13, 10, 60, uh, if you're from overseas and you want to you wanna have a crack at, especially Queenslanders, uh, for saying that this is cold, uh, we'll get you on next here at Brisbane's B105. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We're all talking about the weather because it's so cold. We love it. We yes, love weather talk. Yes, we do. Talk. We're like, it feels like, do you know what it's going to get down to? Like eight degrees. That's absolutely freezing. Arctic blast. Arctic blast. People Arctic just blast. wouldn't understand. Or would they? Because if you are listening to a lot of people complain about the weather and you're from overseas, you go, you have no idea. This is not even cold. Thirteen, ten, sixty. Emily is here. Hi, Emily. Hello, how are you? You lived in the UK. What do you think of this? I spent 14 years in the UK and I can say that I have never been colder (laughs) than in Queensland in winter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I will say, Emily, the thing, it's a good point you raise here because with us, a a British house is is designed to be insulated and Mm. warm and stuff, but ours are designed to be cool. So when it's winter, sometimes it's colder in my house than it is out on the street. Yeah. Yeah, I... Absolutely. Double glazed windows, yep. central heating. I mean, look, Heated to be floors. Fair, yeah, I did used to have the thermostat at about 25 degrees in winter and walk around in shorts and T-shirts, so I felt like I was at home. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but Queensland winters are just too cold. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, Emily. We cannot complain enough. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Maria in Nathan. Morning, Maria. Hi. Hey. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Good. Are you cold? Um, no, not really. I was born in Portugal, so I grew up between Portugal and Germany. Um, and this is nothing compared to the European winter. I mean, I don't understand why people say it's so cold. They should go over there and see what's cold like. <laughs> what yep. would be the average temperature in winter over there? Oh, well, in Portugal, it's actually not too bad, mm. but it's worse than here. So mm. the average is like maybe three, four degrees. Yeah. That's the average winter. Uh-huh. But um, Germany's worse. You get ice on the streets and yeah. you're not careful. You just go flying yeah. all the time. You yeah. hurt yourself. Yes. What but, are you wearing yeah, right now yeah, then? pretty good. I'm just wearing actually just a T-shirt and a little like a, a zip jumper kind of thing. And just for future reference, that's the only time you're allowed to ask a lady on the phone what she's wearing. That's why I'm taking the May opportunity. Well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Vivian's next. Would you like to ask Vivian, her what in are you Portland? Wearing? <laughs> Vivian, morning. Where did you grow up? Oh, well, I was fortunate to grow up in many countries, mm. uh, Soviet Union, but the coldest was Chicago. Yeah, oh, really? What, what does it cold. get down to there? Well, when I was in grade six many years ago, it was minus 54 with the wind chill factor. Oh. Yeah, the well, Chicago's the windy city. Yeah. That's wow. right. It was freezing. The pipes froze. Yeah. The best thing, no school. 
home, fire blazing. That yeah. was the only thing that could keep you warm. Coldest I've been down to is minus twenty in Calgary. That was that special cold. Wow. That's that's yeah. like and and because we don't live with it, you don't think about it. If you're not properly prepared, you can die or lose a digit. Like it's serious yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and your snot freezes. As soon snot as you freezes. The door. Yes, it does. <laughs> Are you cold now, Vivian? Though. Um. I'm colder in the house. I'm outside and I'm like, oh, yeah. no, take this layer off. Mm. Yeah. So I guess that's like in Queensland, you know, if you leave your meat in the car, you forget, you freak out because you're like, oh, no, it's going to go bad. There, it would just freeze for you. In, um, in well, that, a lot of things, well, I keep my beer in the cupboard. That's you why, because you don't. And yeah. if you go to a convenience store in the UK, pretty much all of Europe, uh, the chocolate isn't in a fridge. Just sitting on a. And it, does, it tastes different because it doesn't have the preservatives in it to stop it from melting. Wow. It doesn't, it doesn't need to. Paul yeah. in Chermside, what do you think? Is it cold uh, here? Yeah, it's freezing, but I'm not mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I grew up in Essex where it's always cold. But um, yeah, and I find Queenslanders always tell me I can't be cold because I'm from the UK, but I've been here 12 years and definitely climatized. Yeah, that I'm, gu- I'm guilty point. of that, Paul. Yeah. Every time I hear an accent, I go, well, what are you complaining about? Like, yeah. you must be used to it. And it's like, for the first year that you got here in winter, you must have admitted that it wasn't cold for you. Yeah, definitely. And then by the second year, I used to go out with my friends for their smoke breaks, and I'd be like, oh, my God, it's actually going to snow. It's that cold. Yeah, but yeah. In Harrison, in Essex, we'd be in a shorts and T-shirts having a barbecue or something. Yeah. yeah. It was always the sign when I spent time in the UK of a dedicated smoker when it is, like, minus 15, and like, I'm going outside for a smoke. Like, good on you, buddy. Well done, champ, because yeah. it's freezing out there. Absolutely. Yeah. What, are you, what are you wearing, Paul? Uh, I'm in my day job clothes at the moment, but I've got an outdoor gig tonight and I've gone full Essex boy and bought a tracksuit because I'm going to embrace the cold and my Essex boy. What do you do that you got a gig tonight? Um, I host trivia at the Wickham on a Thursday. Ah, Ooh, so good good gig. Like good, gig. good stuff. Yeah. Thanks for calling, Paul. So Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow, the 3rd of June for 10 thousand dollars we're gonna play at eight o'clock in the morning we are and i can help you out with some answers to the alpha bucks and they are not in my sheet well i'm on linkedin sorry i'm accepting all my requests it's very expensive linkedin is it it's like 80 bucks a month or something i don't don't have to pay for that but i'm just accepting people do i have to really know them when i accept them not really no drill daffy duck and Destiny's Child are your three answers for tomorrow. Radio, that's the podcast, guys. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. Bye. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. I don't check my Facebook messages very often, but I, there's a feed going around at the moment for a party that we're organising in July. Uh-huh. And it was like, Abby, is this okay with you? Abby, is this okay with you? I'll just lock it in. So I've got through all these messages. So now I'm in charge of all the the wine and the playlist. Oh. Oh, that's the worst thing I don't to want to be do the in playlist. charge of. Yeah. I love the playlist. Yeah. I actively vote for the playlist. But I want people to submit the playlist. I've got to come up with a playlist. Fun. It's the most no, highly criticised. because the whole time they're sitting there going, Abby, why would you put this song on? Why would you choose this song? Oh, Abby, this is depressing. Oh, Abby, is this appropriate for a dinner? Really like your friends, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Going to be a fun hangout? I know what you're saying, though. No it's one a goes... Lot, it's a lot of responsibility. It is. I, I prefer the it. wine. Yeah, but no one will complain about the food or the wine, but they're happy to rag on your playlist. Mm, mm. I'll get you guys to help me. Thanks, but no thanks. Then I can blame you. Uh, there, there, we <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Software updates. 
you ignore them yeah. and ignore them. Because they only ever want to update your phone software or your computer or something when you're on it. Yeah. Right there and then. You're like, yeah. no, I'm actually in the middle of something, so I'll do that later. But when you keep hitting later, unfortunately, then nothing works. Yes. So you're like, fine, I'll update. And you know when you get a... Usually you get this may take a few minutes. You're yeah. like, oh, that's going to be fine. But when you get a countdown and it's closer to an hour, you're like, so, this one is for past Matt for ignoring that. <laughs> thanks. But no thanks. Got into a bit of Lego. <laughs> it's adult Lego. It's adult I was Lego. very impressed. It's 18 plus. Yes, it is. What makes it 18 plus? It's the Kama Sutra. No, but in all honesty, like a, a teenager could have done those. I would imagine swallowing... A teenager's not going to swallow Lego. Ah, come on. Teenagers are idiots. <laughs> Maybe it's it's what it is. Like, it's not... Yeah. You know, it, like because a kid, you're making a, a bunch of flowers. Yeah, I, I, bought, okay. I made two orch- orchids. Yeah. <laughs> not orchids. That would take a long time. <laughs> you're almost there. <laughs> and they're beautiful. And they work. They sit perfectly where I want them. And I no longer have to buy flowers every time I go shopping. Saving yeah. money. In two shopping trips time, they will have paid for themselves. But, as usual, bought them online at Amazon. And now every website I go to is filled with ads for other Lego-making things. And sad to say, I'm tempted. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what'd you buy? (laughs) So next time you come over, if you could comment on how good they look, not how many bunches of Lego flowers are strewn throughout the house. Thanks. But no thanks. Stav, Abby and Matt. I love Brisbane. Built in Brisbane for Brisbane. Hey, I uh, want to shout out uh, to the winners of the Queensland Firebird tickets for this weekend. Um, you can register your netty team at b105.com.au. Uh, the Somerset Storm from the Ipswich uh, Netball Association. Um, they are off to go and check out the girls play this Ooh, weekend. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so they've uh, got a big game this weekend. Uh, sold out, actually, against GWS wow. uh, there. So Queensland Firebird's shop has won one family, one stadium, one heartbeat tickets. Uh, all gone. So, so why just that? Well, because they give the shout out for the girls yeah, who yeah. won. Oh yeah, They're of course. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I know. But uh, tickets. It's like it's like. So you could have went, but you didn't get in. Yeah. Well, these girls are going. Yeah, that's good. Good yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And get in earlier next time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, hey, your secret sound. Yes, my secret sound is still yet to pop off. I've already given away one car, and I want to do it again. I want to give away a Suzuki Swift. We're gonna play it one more time for the people. There you go. All right, if you know what that is, more guesses after nine. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.